This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Now to a story that's uh, very intriguing here. By the way, a little earlier we were meant to hear from, we were hoping to speak to someone from the Department of Public Enterprises about the announcement um, that uh, Derek Hanukom has been appointed. Uh, that's a former tourism minister, former cabinet minister, Derek Hanukom, has been appointed as the interim chair of South African Airways. Now, that story would have linked nicely to what we are going to talk about now to my next guest here. The, that's the suspended public enterprises director general Khatazo Tlagudi, uh, who you know so continued to well he made shocking uh, allegations as was described in the paper um, around the selection of a strategy of a strategic equity, par- equity partner for South African Airways. The City Press reported this past Sunday that Mr. Tlagudi made a disclosure to the Speaker of the National Assembly about how assets belonging to SAA were undervalued by seven billion rand and that a new board is on the cards or was on the cards to approve the irregular transaction. Um, he claims that the undervaluation was part of a process conducted by Takazo Aviation, which is said to take over the national carrier as a strategic equity partner. In his protected disclosure, Mr. Tlagudi said that the confidential sources had informed him uh, that the public enterprise minister, Pravin Gordon, Gordon, was intending to change the SAA board and replace it with a compliant one that will rubber stamp the transaction. Khatazo Tlagudi is on the line to us. Good morning to Dr. Tlagudi. Uh, good morning, Dr. Tavis, and, and thank you very much for having me on your show. And I ask that you be kind to me. <laughs> the last time I was in any there was 12, 12 months ago. Yes. I'm a bit ring rusty. <laughs> <laughs> no, no worries at all. Listen, so it tends to out that you are some kind of a seer or a, um, a, a sangoma, or the facts are basically now starting to support um, the assertions that you've been making all along through your protected disclosure to Parliament here. You spoke about the possibility uh, that uh, there was, that you had a. a on good authority that the minister was about to appoint a new board. This has now come to pass. Just your your thoughts now to the reaction that the new board is in place, albeit an interim board. Yeah, no, no thank you uh, for that. Um, and, and the minister on uh, last week, late last week, when the media was asking questions on this board, um, denied that the, this development uh, was in the pipeline. Uh, uh, and uh, only for Monday, uh, yesterday, for for this board to emerge, mm. uh, it is it is quite disappointing that um, you know the the minister would mislead South Africans as he has uh, in this case. And this seems like a futile exercise because he has said that uh, he is awaiting the competition commission to approve the transaction, mm. and then he'll sign off on it. Mm. So. The Competition Commission, which has interviewed me on the transaction, had said uh, they should have a decision by by April. In April now, maybe the next few months, they will come out with that decision. The transaction then will be signed off. So you're changing the board now. This board um, I was about may, not to ask. Even, hmm. may not even get to its first meeting, and uh, the new owner will be in. 
And of course, the the ten members of uh, eight to ten members of the board will not be absorbed in the in the new board structure going forward. So you ask yourself, what what are we doing here? And and it lends credence to uh, to the allegation that the, that the minister is changing this board, uh, the previous board, because it had great concerns with the transaction, mm. and is appointing a board that will ensure that this transaction is approved. So they, it's a rubber stamping. Mm. Board. And, and and my my call to the to the uh, to the uh, professionals that are on this incoming board is that they need to to apply their minds to whether they will be allowed to do their job because the, a, a board member a director needs to be independent and act in the best mm. interest of the entity at all times mm. um, and sometimes uh, you, that will mean that you'll be in conflict with the shareholder mm. um, so they have to ask themselves whether they are prepared to be part of a charade. Mm. Because, yes, one of the things that has emerged as well is that uh, Takatsu, rather, uh, will not uh, have anyone on the board or cannot have anyone on the board because they are all they are saying they will not uh, uh, participate until such point. In fact, that they will not take up their stake uh, as strategic equity partner of 51% uh, um, until government has cleared um, all historic data of SAA. Well, the the state has spent already 32 billion rands uh, paying off liabilities and uh, of SAA and cleaning the balance sheet. The business has not dead as we are speaking. A fellow billion rands has been um, uh, allocated by the Minister of uh, of Finance uh, in in this financial year, and we have an SAA that is that is profitable. Uh, quarter three and quarter four were profitable. It's going to produce uh, good results, and it has been able to pay some of the liabilities um, about seven hundred. It's one point four seven hundred mm. million over the last two years out of its own internally generated um, uh, uh, funds. Mm. So, it, it, so that should also ask the question: Is this transaction necessary. still necessary, mm. um, uh, considering the, where the business is at? And this business then, and the a very limited board that it had, they've really done a great job. And it's a, it's a great surprise that the minister has seen it necessary to change that board and, and get new people that are going to go through a learning curve and obviously be chucked out uh, very soon. So, um, so my Takato uh, uh, statements um, obviously are, are correct. And until mm. you have gone through all the regulatory hurdles, you cannot take over. Uh, that business, but I can assure you, once that is done, they will appoint their their own board and they will take control of that particular business. But it, the questions, the key questions that need to be asked of Takazo is: Do they have the financial and technical capacity to mm. take over as I said, they do not. Mm. And um, and I, I have it uh, on on good authority that they have uh, been engaging with international airlines, seeking to bring them in as as partners. Then. The, then the why question, couldn't we why couldn't we approach those international direct. Uh, direct instead of going uh, uh, through a middleman now exactly mm. and and of course this then brings us back uh, takes us back to to 2021 um when when the minister uh, uh, literally put together this consortium um uh, uh, to say what was the criteria that he used in deciding that this will be the best strategic equity partner for SAA because uh, you mentioned in your disclosures that there was a shortlist that had been drawn up, uh, a process that you had been a part of, 
in terms of uh, candidates for this uh, strategic equity partner. Um, and that Takato were not one of them. They were not there. Um, the Harris, which is a, a part of uh, Takato, had, um, um, had expressed an interest in Mango, if my memory serves me well. Mm, mm. Uh, Global was nowhere. Um, so, you know, and, and, that's, that's, and that's where my involvement ended. And at that point, that was around January um, uh, 2021, we handed over as a department. I made the presentation. The minister was in the meeting. I made a presentation to the board of Mr. Pina at the time to mm. say, take over the process from here onwards. Because mm. uh, we now had a board. I had, we had a uh, bid force to get in as a department because there was no there was no executives. Mm. There was a business rescue uh, a, a practitioner who was saying, I'm not going to get involved in that. My job is to clean up the business. If you get a strategic partner, that would be your responsibility mm. at the department. And what saddened me, uh, Tabisa, is that statements from the department um, have been made uh, through... Um, in, they say the city press was saying internal sources to say I've led this process, and the colleagues know very well I did not. Uh, my involvement ended at that meeting with uh, with the board of SAA. Beyond that, the minister set up his own team. Of course, once in a while I would be brought in mm. where the progress will be reported, and and of course as the DG I would have had to sign the uh, share sale and purchase agreement, mm. and and. The, at the first instance, when that uh, the first draft was put to me, I think it was in November uh, 2021. Uh, um, uh, 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 I, I, I literally I said, no, we can't we can't do this. Um, uh, the terms here do not make sense. Um, the the the, the, fund, the what would be the payment structure for for Takaso makes absolutely no sense. Takaso mm. is saying we're going to pay for STA assets through mm. a preference share scheme. This is an airline that has not declared dividends in the past um, mm. and we know the declaration of the dividends will be dependent on the board which is controlled by Takatsu. Mm. So what happens if they don't pay dividends? SAA will not get a cent of the three of the three billion that they claim uh, SAA assets mm. are worth mm. Mm. which is which is a um, which is a ridiculous number. Um, you know just because, yeah yeah, sorry to interrupt you, but I was going to say that on the base, by the way, my guest is um, talking to, if I can tell you what, we'll take a quick break uh, and then we'll come back and talk to uh, Mr. Khatatso Tlagudi. He's a suspended DG uh, in the Department of Public Enterprises. He's talking, we're talking about uh, this uh, uh, SAA uh, deal. Uh, there's a new board in place now, which in his view is just there to rubber stamp uh, uh, what a process that was irregular that led to Takatso um, consortium being uh, t- uh, chosen as the strategic equity partner. So stay with us uh, if you want to. Maybe I'll, yeah, we'll talk to. We'll continue talking to Khatato Tlagu. Uh, Let's check on the roads. Our breakfast with TT weekdays six to nine a.m. on Power ninety eight point seven. All right, let's conclude our conversation with the suspended uh, um, C, uh, suspended DG in the Department of Public Works, Khatatsu Tlakuri. Uh, Thank you so much for staying with us. Uh, so I was going to say before the break there that just on the basis of um, what you've just told us, which is the same as what you've already, uh, which is contained in the disclosure, the protected disclosure that you made to the National Assembly here, I imagine this is exactly the same thing that you would have told to the Competition Commission on the basis of that alone, how on earth 
I mean, I know we're still awaiting a decision, but how could they come up to any other conclusion other than that this is something irregular and that they can't approve this deal? Well, I'm, I'm hoping that the Competition Commission will act with integrity, Tabiso. Um, I, I had an interview, as I said, uh, with the professionals in that space, and there was there was alignment uh, 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 between us, uh, between myself and legal, my legal team and themselves in terms of where, uh, in terms of assessment of the transaction. Of course, the final arbiter will be the competition tribunal. Mm. So they will have to present their case um, uh, to that uh, tribunal and then it will decide whether the transaction should be approved. But based purely on the facts, and that's what I have sought to do uh, uh, at all times, Mm. there is really no justifiable reason uh, for the minister to to proceed with this particular transaction. Um, He has to do the right thing. No one is saying that SAA should not have a private sector partner. But you need right. to have yeah. a technically competent uh, partner who has the funds. Mm. Um, and who emerges through a fair process. Through a fair process. Mm. And, and, and so far, there's not been any evidence that Takato meets that criteria. Um, I asked for a due diligence. I had a meeting with the, with the law firm that is advising the department before I was suspended, where I said, and to have a due diligence, they said it was not in the, um, in, in the scope for, uh, for the service when you contract us. I said to the team, let's extend the scope uh, to ensure that due diligence is done right. so that we have okay. a sense of who Takato is. Um, does the entity legally even exist um, uh, uh, that, mm. that consortium? Uh, how is the shareholding distributed in them? Uh, it, will the transformation strides that SAA have made in the past be maintained with these uh, new, share, share, with, with these, uh, new partners? Because we have also been privy uh, that, that some of those, the old pilots from SAA that had gone to Global had mm. been warning their black counterparts who are at SAA that your day is going to come, we are coming back. And those are the issues that I had raised even in the in the MOU mm. that was signed by uh, what my subordinate uh, uh, in, in my absence, uh, that let's protect transformation. And it did not happen. Um, the draft that I had that I put on the table at the time, or my inputs to it, mm. and what eventually was signed in, okay. um, in 2020, yeah. end of 2020, just, uh, yeah. are not the same, yeah. All right, just finally, because we are out of time, I know that we could uh, be at this for a while, but I need to just get an update on your disciplinary uh, mm. process and where that is going here. And, uh, yeah, because you have previously expressed, uh, you know, um, the, 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 your, your, your feeling that uh, this is obviously the charges that you felt are trumped up and that, uh, you know, that there is always there is also a predetermined outcome to this. What is your sense right now? Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's still the same. Um, on Friday, uh, we're in the hearing. Um, I was bad because uh, I was testifying in my defense. Mm. I didn't even speak for five minutes. And the chairperson barred me from presenting um, a, a this line of reasoning as my defense to say the charges that are on the table, that is not the real issue. You do not suspend um, uh, a head of, of, of a business because he has asked a panel to interview uh, 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 someone who has intervie- who, whom I had interviewed with mm. a, with another panel for the mm. for an anti-corruption position. It's a junior level position in any case, the security and facilities. And on the 
and, and there was a memo that was prepared in my absence that was recommending the, the candidate that I had put forward. On the 1st February, when I came back, I did not approve the appointment. I said, let's rethink this particular position. So I'm being prosecuted mm. for a position that was never filled. Government has not lost any money here. Um, mm. and, and the minister has been busy doing other investigations in the department. I, I've only appointed about three people. He has been seeking reasons for to say that there's a pattern here with, with this DG. The PSC has looked into those and said there's no case. The minister instead has gone back to the same forensic uh, investigation company that cooked up the report on uh, which my charges are being right. on now. Right. Uh, to try and, so he's, what has been happening here, there's been a, a consistent effort from the department and the minister to tarnish my name. And that's one of the reasons why I felt I must come out. Because mm. even on, on the city press report, they said no, the, the DG did not raise these things until he was suspended, which is a lie. Mm. I had a meeting with the, with the DG and the president twice. I had a telephonic discussion mm. with the advisor to the president where I raised my concerns with this transaction. I raised my concerns inside mm. the department. I have an email that I wrote to the minister and to the colleagues who were heading up the negotiating team of the DP, where I raised all these concerns sure. with regard yeah. to this transaction. Yeah. And my point was that how are we going to, um, uh, to justify these glaring irregularities when this information comes out into the public arena? Yeah. And I was but hoping that we could self-correct, but clearly happen, people yeah. decided that I'm the problem. I want to thank you for being so candid with us and so frank about and so open about this matter. Thank you very much. Uh, we will certainly be in touch. We'll follow it up as well. We were meant to be speaking to the department um, about this new board. And these are the kind of issues that we would have also raised with them. But uh, uh, we'll see whether they will be care to respond to what you've had to say now that you've been on the radio. Thank you so much. Thank you for giving me the opportunity, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. The suspended DG, the Director General of the Department of Public Enterprise. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.